Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Nay, we're recording. We are? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. And okay. what are you going to do with that? You <laughs> are constantly making fun of my breakfast. Because it's gross, Naomi. It's, it's not. It's, it, you know what? I'm going to get a recipe on right now because I think people would like to Okay, to well, it. I'm just saying that whatever you have <laughs> in your... Just because it has bananas in it. Girl, like I said, some food. Who doesn't like bananas? Me? Not like that. <laughs> bananas are good. They have a lot of potassium. Yeah, they They're do. Good for you. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone that you should try this. I have. Yeah, great. it's gross. Okay. No. Yeah. It, it looks nasty. It looks nasty, Nay. Like something, some food you should even, not marry. You even like Greek yogurt. Yeah, but not with what you got oh, going on in there. Take the bananas out and you'll love it. What are those dots? Chia seeds. Okay, no. Those are, <laughs> they're good for you. Listen, it's, what you do is you take about a cup of Greek, Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt, put your own natural sugar in there like stevia, put a little bit of almond milk with a tablespoon of chia seed, a scoop of peanut butter, stir it all up, and then you can add whatever fruit you like. It doesn't have to be chopped up bananas. It could be blueberries or... What's those chia seeds doing for you? <laughs> I don't... Blank what? I mean, they're... What are they doing for you? I'm Besides not, like... See, this is why we need a Vivian on the podcast because she's the nutritionist and she could spit off exactly all the nutrient benefits of chia seeds. I think it's amino acids, I want to say. Okay, well, it's gross. If y'all could just see it's this not. It's very good. little dish that she's got sitting on my desk. What did you have this morning for breakfast? I had some waffles. See? Oh, okay. Who doesn't like a good old waffle, Nay? <laughs> yeah. Did you get the ones that we had at um, Vivian's? No, I'm oh. not even going there. I forgot what they're called. Those are, they're the Package. sugar... Um, what do they call sugar crystalled Belgian waffles or something? Yeah. No, girl, because I know me. If Those I would, were really good. if I would buy one, I would be hooked for life, and I'm not doing it. But people have to try it at least once. And Man, it's so we, they are delicious. We made um, what would you call it? Like an ice cream ice sundae cream, yeah. waffle. It yeah. was like a. We had these waffles oh and we had ice gosh. cream on top of it. It was, was all delish. the toppings. But you could go and for uh, people like in the area, they could go get those waffles. Yeah. Go get them at that spice chicken place. What spice chicken place? I think that's what on the Main name Street? of it is called. Oh. No, down here, down they past the in Lake there? St. Louis. You shouldn't have told me that. I think that's where... Um, Elisa got them? I think that's where Elisa got those. Oh. Man, they are good little waffles. Yeah, that was really good. 
I mean, you could eat the waffle by itself. You don't yeah. need one bit of anything on it. It is so delicious. Yeah. This is why I'm not going to go get them. Right. Because I will be hooked. Right. I know my limitations. Moderation. Moderation. Yeah. That's it. Oh, no. I would, I would, I would start hiding that. <laughs> You've tried that before and it doesn't work, though. I know. That's so funny. That's like another story. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was funny. I, I hid an ice cream sandwich and a drumstick from my husband because he eats the whole box. All I wanted was one. Right. No, and he found it and he ate it. So did I get any? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to have a talk with him. That's a I'm little I'm a little rude. bitter. It's a little rude. Yeah, it is. Because obviously you hid it for a reason. Of and, course. And did his brain not think... Why is this hidden? Why is there maybe one ice cream sandwich maybe, and one drumstick? Maybe it's not for me. <laughs> maybe it's for Kim. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You have to let that one go. Let it go. Girl, I was hot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a good he one. He ate my ice cream. And it was like... Ice cream is essential. Now, we're going to talk about non-essentials today yeah, and yeah. essentials. Yeah. Ice cream is an essential, wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would. Yes. I don't like it all the time, but when I have that when I have that craving for that ice cream sandwich, yeah. Even when Those we have a whole box, like yeah. I don't it's I don't like go to it. Right. But if I buy a box, all I'm saying, I don't care if anybody else eats the whole box except for one. Don't yeah. eat the one. Yeah. Colonel. <laughs> Those are super good. I know. Those were my favorite when I was little. The ice cream sandwich. I grew up on ice cream sandwiches and drumsticks, so yeah, because like we couldn't go to an ice cream store, right? Use poor, we poor, we was poor, yeah. And I remember, um, we had church on Thursday nights, and we would always get to go to the grocery store, and because we had a big family, get that big giant round bucket of ice cream. Oh, uh, you know yeah, a big old round plastic, yeah. Because uh, we had a lot of, you know, a lot of kids, and we'd always get Napoleon because somebody liked vanilla, somebody oh, liked chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So guess what? Now I'm in the, I, I'm an adult, and I could buy a box. Yeah. Of ice cream. All I ask for is one, y'all. What if you put your name on it? Oh. Try that. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> try it and see what he does. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you know what you should do? <laughs> do not eat. No, out of the box, pick one and write your name with a marker on the little plastic, on the <gasps> white. Put it back in the box. Put it back in the box. See, See if, if he, he notices. It. Wouldn't that be funny? Like he randomly picked one out. And it was like, <laughs> That's your name on it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Try it. That's hilarious. I might have to do that next time. Okay. Okay, so today we're talking about non-essential and essential what i think um yeah what would you call that it's not not um not truth of the word it's more of what's non-essential um oh we should have thought this through but again these aren't scripted people right um essential and non non-essential issues of the faith of yeah. being a believer yes of, say, of things in your life that because you're a believer 
what are like the things that are going to um oh i get it okay what are the things that are going to hurt your witness for christ and what will not hurt your witness for christ yeah well it's because the way we're interpreting us as humans these non-essential things that could in our brain hurt our witness but it shouldn't right that's See? what i'm saying okay okay yeah that's I'm what i'm on you now yeah that's what i'm saying like things that maybe we think oh well yeah we can't do that right because then we're going to get up and we're going to talk about this but we're going to get caught in legalism right and the essential things are those things that are firm foundation of the faith like jesus is the messiah and he died yes. on the cross and he was raised yes. three those are like things that you have the trinity. to be give that righteous judgment on to other believers and correct them if they say sound oh. doctrine yes if they come across and be like well i don't really know if jesus is the messiah that's when you have no yeah. that's an essential yes part of an essential thing that gets you saved yes essential belief that you have to have to be saved yes but there are these non-essential things that christians get hung up on there's a lot and there's a lot in the word too i mean there's a lot of maybe disciplines or what do we call these i don't know things of the faith that maybe we think are truly important but is it is it going to when we have to weigh our salvation is mm -hmm. it is it gonna add to or take away right so like are we are we judging someone on a non-essential thing that is only actually really our own preference personal pre preference or conviction so what we mean by these so obviously essentials are the one example we gave you know like jesus was the messiah and he died those are doctrinal beliefs that we have to have to be saved non-essential things are like let's just name a whole bunch behaviors we talking behaviors some of them are yeah but some of them are things that you would think are in the world but you have to be see because when you get saved god doesn't like wipe away everything in you all of your wrongs right all of your maybe all of your habits habits or habits. hang ups or even i mean some sins yeah because he wants you to work on those right and it's, it's a it's a walk that's your yes. walk with christ it's part of the journey so like some people might be um convicted early in their walk to like let's say um stop smoking if they're a smoker and some it might take a little bit longer in their walk yeah before they say i shouldn't be smoking i'm convicted now god's working on this part uh -huh. but then also if you think about it after i was reading these romans some may never stop smoking but that right. doesn't mean they're not going to be in heaven yeah right correct there's going to be smokers that make it in heaven correct because it's a non-essential and like another non-essential would be music or like rated r movies or tattoos uh-huh or um think of some um uh drinking 
Now, I'm not saying get, that you can't, you can be drunk. I'm saying drinking in moderation, like you go to dinner and you have a glass of wine or you have a beer on the weekend or gambling gets thrown in there or um, what are some other things? Owning certain material things that you like, as long as it doesn't become a sin. But our point on this podcast, because that's wholly a totally different other podcast. Oh my goodness, is yeah. That, is that we can't, as believers, judge people on non-essential things that they may be doing that are preference. Like, for right. example. That maybe I'm just we're convicted myself. of. Yeah, I'm going to throw myself in there. I, I do not like to watch radio or movies. That's right. just my own conviction and mm-hmm. heart. Mm. I don't like to hear GD. Yeah. I don't like to hear the F word. Yes. Um, I don't like to see things that are mainly in rated R movies. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to even monitor PG-13. But that's my own conviction. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't, I can't judge other Christians that may talk to me nonchalantly and say, hey, did you see this one movie, blah, 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 and it happened to be Raider R. Uh-huh. I can't put my judgment or start to be like, well, I'm holier than them. Yeah, or, right. Like, oh, what, you shouldn't be watching that movie. That's not my place. That's you're calling a, yourself a Christian you're watching that movie? Right. Yeah. Do do we? So this is what we're speaking out to you people. Do you do that? Because I was convicted when I heard this being Mm. preached to me and I was like oh and I mainly do it I'm just throw it out there to like my immediate family right like and you know I'm gonna say that like I would be like I would agree not that you're doing that but I would do that (laughs) (laughs) um so I had to like check myself yeah and be like it's not that I do it I would say with other Christians, I think I'm harder on my immediate family. Because I, I would agree. I am. And so I even like with the drinking, like if my husband likes to have a drink, you know, after work, I should not be judging him on that because he is not a, he's not a drunk. He's not, he's not, he does not get drunk. Mm-hmm. And so why am I having a problem? Because <clears throat> I'm convicted to not have a drink every day that I'm saying that that's wrong. That's putting me in the place of judging. Sure. And that's where we need to check ourselves. Because didn't we talk about this, about judging on another podcast, or have we not gotten to I that? I think we've had or am one. I Because there's five different ways of judging that the Bible talks about, which I can't tell you those five things right now. They're in my oh, other Bible. Darn, I was about to ask you. I know. the five things? They're in my other Bible. We'll have Same to talk about... I don't switch Bibles. I got to have all my notes. Right. I get it. Are you judging me? <gasps> I am. <laughs> I gave you the look of You judgment. did. <gasps> kind of like what I did with your... Exactly. Banana nastiness. Breakfast. Man, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> oh. Okay. Hey, I will be the first to say I have not arrived. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Lord's I still know. working on me. Exactly. So... Should we read this scripture? Yes. And and let's put it all into context here. Okay, sounds good. You okay. read it. You want me to read yeah. it? Okay, mm-hmm. so this is Romans 14, 1. My Bible, the title is The Law of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, liberty meaning freedom. Yes. Right? The Law of Freedom. Right. I like that. Yeah. It says, Receive one who is weak in the faith but not to disputes over doubtful things, 
For one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let him and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats. For God has received him. Who are you to judge another's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. Hmm. Yeah, 14, 1 through 4. Yes. My, but my, my study notes say this, Paul was addressing those who were strong in the faith, that is, those who understood their spiritual liberty, or again, freedom in Christ, and were not enslaved <clears throat> to diets or holy days. The weak in faith were immature believers who felt obligated to obey legalistic rules concerning Mm -hmm. what they ate and when they worship. Many people have the idea that Christians who follow strict rules are the most mature, but that is not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. I like how, so basically Paul used one example that has come into the church to be a dispute is like whether you eat meat or you just eat all vegetables and clearly in verse 3 it says for God has received him God has received all of those people in that category ones that um, don't eat meat and ones that do eat meat who are we to judge I like verse 1 too because it's it's making a good point that those that are weak in their faith we need to come alongside them to help strengthen their faith. So how, right. why would we dispute over doubtful things, over things that are not essential, Yeah, that would cause that person that's already weak in their faith to maybe lose all their faith? And to walk away from the faith. Right. And that's what Paul's warning. It's saying, he's saying, don't dispute over doubtful things yeah. or non-essential things that do not matter because God has received all of us in these non-essential things. And God will deal with each of us in our own particular walk. Yes, it's he will. It's not for us to do. Right. Right. Yeah. So God will deal with us, the yes. lane that we are in. Yes. He'll deal with, He may deal with me differently then he deals with you mm-hmm. on a particular topic. Right. Because he knows where I am and he knows where you are and he right. knows where, you know, where we are in our faith and what needs to be worked out and you know, it's just it's like that uh the um scripture, let me see, is it in Philippians? Hold on. Yes, Philippians two this will be, it starts in 2.12. It says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. And here's the script, the, the scriptures. It says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation. Yeah, even verse 13 says, for it is God who works in you, 
both to will, will and, and to, to do. do for his good pleasure. It's for God to to work in us. Yeah, it's not for us yes. to start convicting somebody else because they have a habit yes. or they have a thing that convicts you. They may not be convicted on it yet. Right. Another way I say that, I've said it recently, is that I can't push my convictions on someone else. Correct. I think we have all done that. Yes. Which is not good. We should not do that. Yes. Um, and why do we do that? I, I think we kind of do that because in our hearts, we know for us that's not good. And so we don't want something that's not good for somebody else in the faith. Yeah. But that's really not... That's what we're doing. That's we're not our business. Yeah. It's not our business. We're trying to work out somebody else's salvation. And what does it always do? It causes a dispute. Yeah, Think and then it. if you if you go down here to verse 14 in Philippians uh, 2.14, after it said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In 14, it says, do all things without complaining and disputing. Don't dispute because somebody is doing something that you're convicted about. They may not be, they, the Holy Spirit may yeah. not be convicting them on that same thing. Yeah. He, they could be working on something else that we don't even have a clue about. Let me just, let me say this, okay? Because I want to use this example because I think it was a good one from um, the Unashamed podcast with mm -hmm. the Robertsons, okay? Uh -huh. And I was telling you this, how they were saying, um, the one brother Al was talking about, you know, he's a pastor and long ago um, he was he really had this bad attitude because he saw people smoking before church and then and then he was convicted because he's like now wait a minute because there was a lot of people in recovery at his church mm -hmm. and they were in recovery they were working out their recovery programs working out their salvation yes <laughs> but but they smoked yeah and it and he's like you know that really doesn't matter at least they are they're in yeah. Christ yes. they're at church they're learning about the Lord you know like we can't all be perfected right um, in one swoop yeah. like God's got to work on us yes there's things that he wants to work on us and I think that's where the Holy Spirit's conviction comes in because he knows the timing of that maybe the Lord is speaking to these people saying okay well you're you know you're doing really good in your recovery there's other things in your life that we'll tackle later yeah I'm thinking the Lord's saying that to me like okay girl like you know you're doing your thing okay yeah there's still some things that we need to tackle yeah we're working out our salvation we can't work out somebody else's salvation that's for them again right. we all need to stay in our lane Naomi right <laughs> which means I just love that we we cannot push our own personal preferences and our own convictions on other people. So I am trying to get in the habit, if something's starting to irritate me or I'm feeling like I'm starting to like compare or judge, say, is that a non-essential? 
Yes. And then, man, it's really freeing because when I say that's a non-essential, it's just like the thought totally goes then. The yeah. ill thought or the like, well, they shouldn't be doing that or why are they doing that? They're, they're a Christian or all those are judgmental thoughts. Yeah, right. Those are negative judgmental thoughts. And so if anything, so if those that are listening, I challenge you that if you're thinking any of those thoughts or something really gets under your skin about somebody. Yeah. Why are you having those thoughts? Yeah. And, and just, is that your own personal conviction? Correct. Ask, is this a non-essential? Why am I having a dispute about it? Even if the dispute is just in my head, mm-hmm. why am I, why am I going there and let it go? Girl, we need place. somebody to make us a t-shirt. <laughs> essential versus non-essential. Right. Because clearly, I mean, I just really love um, Paul's writing, but how he just clearly is stating that God has received them. Yeah. God has received him. Those that have done non-essential yeah. things because it's Jesus wiped all that away. He did, and I think it's our responsibility to take care of our own, okay, in this in this situation. We're, we're supposed to, like, take care of the stuff that we need to work on. Yes, which I'm glad you say that because it reminds me if you go further in verse 5, the latter part of it says, let each be fully convinced in his own mind. Oh, so I love that. When yeah. I, when I listen to this, if you're in a in a topic with somebody and you're disputing, there's no need for anger if you're convinced in your own mind that this is your preference and belief and you've been convicted by the Holy Spirit personally for yourself. There's no trying to justify it. Yeah. There's no trying to say... Why even get well, into an argument? Yeah. Because it's going to go nowhere. Yeah, you just have to be convinced in, in your, your own mind. mind. And that should not cause any anger with others because you've made up your own mind with Christ of what you've been convicted of. And that doesn't mean that the other person has been convicted of that at that time in their life or ever will be. Maybe God will not see it as a as a problem in their life so it's not essential yeah true yeah let mm-hmm. me read this one thing here i do like that let let each be fully convinced in his own mind mm-hmm. okay yeah i wonder if there's any cross verses on that one Well, the one thing I did want to read out of my study notes, it says, we don't have the responsibility to decide the requirements for Christian fellowship in a church. Isn't that good? Mm -hmm. Only God can do this. To set up human restrictions on the basis of personal prejudices or even convictions is to go beyond the Word of God. Because God has received us, we must receive one another. Isn't that good? That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Um, I like that. For sure. Yeah. So. So, yeah, we, we, you know, if you're stronger in your faith, we have an obligation then to not cause any dispute or stumbling. 
of yeah. our brother that is weak or new in right. the faith. Right. You know, um, we have an obligation to, like you said, strengthen, to lift up. Yeah, encourage and mm -hmm. just help them to stay in their own lane and yes. what that looks like. Because God, that's what I love about God just knows his children so well. Yes. Like he knows how to convict me may be different than how he convicts you. Or mm -hmm. he knows the timing of when I'll receive it. Yes. You know, or it's just it's like just, when we read the word and we could read one, you know, a particular scripture, but then go back and read it at another time in our life. And it's like, mm -hmm. wow, that thing hit me differently. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. His word is just so amazing. So I guess a couple of resources for people is um, you listen to Unashamed speaking kind of on this topic. Yes. Which is what confirmed us that this is what God wanted us to talk about. And before I even knew they were doing that, I had listened or I was at church and the sermon was on that last Sunday. Mm -hmm. So you guys want a little bit more follow up. It's the Unashamed podcast, podcast. With Phil and Jace Robertson. Robertson. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, mine was from Waypoint Church in St. Charles. And that it was, he brought up a lot of good points about non-essential that I had not heard before. Mm. And then, um, so yeah, you can listen to that sermon. It was last Sunday's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff for sure. Right. Just, so you got to think about what you can ask yourself. A quick question when you're starting to have some thoughts or comparing or judging. And mine, I just picked up with saying, is this non-essential? Mm-hmm. And... It's helped. It actually has helped. So find a way that will help you to recognize whether it's something that you're you're having um, a dispute over, even if it's just in your mind. Because if it if it sits there, then it will start to cause you to look at that other person differently in a judgmental way, right? Or in a comparison type way, which is all wrong. Yeah, all that's wrong. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna sit on that scripture. Mm -hmm. Again, Romans 14, 1 through, I think we even took it to 5. Yeah. And then we mentioned Philippians yes. 2, uh, 12 through 14. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Hey. Sounds good. Good podcast. <clears throat> all right. We will meet again. All right. Talk all to right. you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.